1: I just can't believe they actually went back for I,
0: it. I don't think anybody could. You know, at that point, I'm like, okay,
1: <laughs> it's 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 not coming back. This was no. a magical moment that happened, and now it is forever lost. It lasted
0: about as long as I thought it would, and I really thought it was just going to be gone yeah. forever.
1: Yeah, it came pretty close before that, that, uh-huh. I, that, I, that I thought it was going to be gone, but then it was just like, nope, the Mexican seas have swallowed <laughs> it up, never to return, and that is the end of that, but... Maybe not. All right, we'll have to explain that here in a minute. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler, here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and have you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We are back here live after taking a week off. Week vacation, a furlough down south, where uh, Sarah and I and a group of friends headed down to Mexico. We
0: went on an adventure.
1: Went on an adventure. But We're
0: happy to be back. We missed you all. And yes, I'm, just, I'm so happy to be back. Here. It
1: is. It is great to be back. A uh, couple of orders of business here. Just if you were listening to the best doves, I hope you enjoyed those. We prepared the best doves that uh, went up all last week. And uh, one thing, you know, coming back to Portland, I expected that all of the pollen and uh, allergens in the air would be gone. They are not. Oh no, so- it's even.
0: It's even it's worse. It's even worse.
1: So, even worse. So, uh, the second
0: we landed, the second our plane landed, all of a sudden my, my eyes started itching and I sneezed. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm back in Portland. Yep,
1: back in, back in there action. There it is. Uh, of note, uh, not so many uh, allergy issues in Mexico. But nonetheless, we are back here. And so we've got a ton of stuff that we want to get to and talk about today and just kind of recap our entire trip. I do want to say, since it's our first live show since we did the uh, live recording at uh, Landmark Saloon for the Fun Employment Radio Experience. Thank you. Um, we posted it online on the internet. But thank you, to everybody, mm-hmm. for coming out to that. That was so
0: awesome, and thanks for sticking around for Bingo and yeah. everyone for just being so cool. We just we had the best day. It was the it was the best way to kind of send off to Mexico. So. Yeah,
1: it was so much fun, and and I'll say this for anybody who was there or who is a subscriber, you're going to get to hear this show that was recorded that day before anybody else. So that show, I'll just say it's it going to come fun. up at some point here, yeah. and, and we'll announce it. Um, but live subscribers, 6 99 a month, first week is free. The ones that get access to the exclusive archives, you're going to get ask, access to that first. And
0: are we ever going to say that we might, uh, that something else might be...
1: Perhaps yes. some video? Is that what you're talking yeah,
0: about? Yeah. Well, that and also we- that...
1: Oh yes, no. Yeah. We'll announce that. We'll okay. announce that another at another point. Okay. Yes, yeah. That'll be coming up later. Are,
0: basically, we're going to do another one, so we'll we'll keep you posted.
1: Sarah, just so that was going to be a whole tease thing, but now now we. Just, I'm
0: pretty sure people just said it I think we actually said it during the thing. Yeah,
1: we're gonna. Well, yeah, we did during the thing, but that was for the people that were there. I'm
0: sorry, Greg. I'm just very excited. I know a lot of people were bummed that they missed out on it this time. So There's going to be another them, one. I'm them know.
1: So we'll let you know all about that once we get that all planned out. But anyway, there we go. Uh, the orders of business out of the way. Um, let's get to talking about. Where we went. So there's, there's oh. so many things to update you on with this. And I guess, first off, I'll just say that, um, you know, where we were going. Let's just start from the very beginning so that if, if nobody has any idea, they can know what we're, what's going on here. So we went to Cabo San Lucas, <laughs> which Cabo San Lucas is in Mexico. It's at the very tip, just the tip of uh, Baja, California. I,
0: and I have never been to Cabo. I've been to Mazatlan several, several times. And I've been to uh, Puerto Vallarta, but uh-huh. I've never been to Cabo. So that was like a entirely different experience. I mean it's it's similar but very different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I've never uh, spent much time in Mazatlán or Puerto Vallarta or well I've never been to either of those places actually. I've been a bit on the east coast a couple of times of uh, of Mexico, but yeah, this is Cabo is a different kind of experience, I guess, than than some of those other places. But that's where we were physically. So if you take a look at a map and you see Baja California just going all the way down there to the very end, we were at that very end and um, where we were staying. So there was several of us that went down. Actually, I think about ten of us in total mm-hmm. uh, that went down, and then some of us were kind of spread out to a couple of other res- resorts, but most of us were staying where we were at. And uh, we were, we'll get to explaining about the resort and everything because I know people have a lot of questions. We've we've been talking about whether or not, did we book at a re- Swingers Resort or not? We have an answer for you. Uh, we have <laughs> the answer an for answer you. For oh, there's an answer. And so we'll explain that here in a minute. But that, anyway, just the picture where it was we were going to be going. So we were flying out on uh, Tuesday the 20th and and our flight actually left at 5am
0: oh my oh my 5am so... portland time it's, which which means catching a cab at like 2 a.m. because both Greg and I are both like super paranoid about missing a flight. Like, it has yeah. been beaten into me since I was a kid. My mom's like, be there two hours early. You never know. Mm-hmm. They could bump up your flight. You don't want to miss it.
1: Yeah. And that's, and my parents did that same thing to yeah. me, too. So, so it's like, I'm just so used to now I got to get there early. Got to get there no, early. All my
0: friends think I'm crazy all the time. like, why are you there so early? I'm like, well, because I want to make sure that I'm there. I want to make sure I get my seat. If it's
1: domestic. I might give myself, like, 15 minutes after the two-hour mark. Mm. But usually, no. I, t- I try to aim to be there at two hours. Me, so too. Like,
0: like, sometimes I give a, a little bit of wiggle room. But especially going out of PDX and, like, if, if we have connecting flights, I'm like, I want to mm-hmm. make sure that just that we're there, well, that we get through. Here's the thing. Because going through security is stressful, like, you know, because you've packed all your shit and people are going to go through it. And, like, I always get pulled out of line. And it's just, like, I just want to get through that uh-huh. process so that way we're just on the other well, side.
1: Flying for Sarah is not the most pleasant experience Yes, have
0: I. I'm so afraid. God, it was bad this time too. I think because I wasn't drunk that 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 it yeah. didn't work. I was so stressed out.
1: But see, that's good though cuz now you powered through it not drunk. I did
0: po- it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Every second felt like a minute mm-hmm. and every minute felt like a motherfucking hour. It was See, I
1: don't know if you can tell oh. the stress even just by the profanity I of know. starting to fly out of Sarah's mouth right now. For, it's not fun. Flying. If
0: anyone if you like if anyone has a severe fear of something like Yeah. You know how like I just felt there the whole time like I was going to like freak out or pass out or something. Uh-huh. Like it's the worst.
1: Well, and this and this is uh not the first time I've flown um with Sarah. Mm. And so I'm I'm used to it now, but it is and and I understand it's a fear, and a lot of people deal with it, and that sucks. And it's and, an it's and, an
0: illogical fear, I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I know that you know it's a very small percentage of you know commercial. Like I I know, but it still it doesn't alleviate it at all. Right. Like no, no logic ever makes me feel any better. No.
1: And those and around you never who makes me feel to... any better
0: because he just sits there and falls asleep, and he's just so zen
1: with it. Oh come on now! I'm I'm not. I'm not too bad of a person no, to are no, very. I don't add to any stress. No, any you
0: don't add to any stress, but you're so relaxed. I'm just like, uh, that's all I want to be. <laughs>
1: Although the anger I'm... at me is because I'm relaxed.
0: I know. I'm envious. Because I'm
1: excited about flying, then that's where i the... <laughs> So, <laughs> but anyway, so so we, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I love it. So getting there early is totally fine with me. And, um, but yeah, being there at 3 a.m. at the Portland airport, which is something I had never done before. And
0: which, by the way, nothing is open. Just so you know, if you've never, uh, I didn't realize that every single thing is like basically closed until 4 Mm a.m. So Greg and I actually got there. Right. And we're like, because I was starving at that point, because I got up at 2. Then we uh, met up, got a cab, went there. And I was like, all right, I'm ready to, after we got through security, I'm like, all right, I'm ready for some food. Let's do this. And everything is like totally in lockdown. Yeah,
1: I haven't spent a lot of time late night at airports. You know, g- generally speaking, I don't take to when I fly. I haven't done many red eyes like that, so yeah, I did kind of expect something to be open. Um, but yeah, there's nothing open. Nothing. Like there, there's nothing. You can't even buy a bottle of water if you want to. Like, there's, there was nowhere to go. So that was kind of an interesting experience. And then, then about, about four a.m., it all opened yeah, up. Yeah, four
0: a.m. So. Just so you know, if you're if you're ever booking yeah. a flight and you want, see, there you go. And this before. is knowledge
1: for people. If it is, I, I had
0: no idea. I th- always thought that like some of the places would be open like 24 yeah. hours. Nothing. <laughs> yeah.
1: But overall it's a it's a pretty good airport, the Portland airport. Oh so, my gosh,
0: compared to what is to come. Yeah. Yes. So so we
1: went for Portland and uh we had a layover on both both of these flights, going to Cabo and coming back. And on this one, we flew down to uh Phoenix, to the Phoenix Airport. Sky Harbor, I think is the name of the Glorious
0: airport. Phoenix, Arizona, which you might recall has been in the news for the past week. It has. So we we're flying down there, and because
1: of Sarah's fear of flying, I have already read about this, and I already knew what was going on in Phoenix, and I didn't want I didn't want to tell her because I knew that might add to some anxiety issues, and so um, I didn't let her know that Phoenix. During this last week, and probably a lot of you read about this, It's I think it's been going on for a week and a half, they've been having this huge heat wave. I mean, massive heat wave. Where, it was
0: national news heat wave.
1: Yeah, where it's getting up to, you know, 118 degrees. And because of that, there's a lot of flights that weren't being, uh, that weren't flying out of there. Because, so just
0: so, the more you know, sometimes uh, the Phoenix airport doesn't open until 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it gets too hot for airplanes to fly, which I did not know that. The,
1: yeah, the Phoenix, yeah. So... That's uh, that's what it was. It's very rare that it gets that hot, but I guess there's some planes at 118 degrees. They can't get enough velocity because the air is so thin to take off. So they just they can't take off unless they had a, a way longer runway or had some extra jet engine attached to them. They just they can't fly in it. So
0: if you're looking at this, so this past week was this is the Tuesday, and Tuesday was of course the <laughs> nexus of the pinnacle of when it was supposed to be the hottest. In Phoenix. So we get there, <laughs> so we fly in, and uh, and Greg's like, so we get there, and you know everyone's like, oh, yeah, this hot, and I hear people talking. I'm like, what are they talking about? And Greg's like, well, I didn't really want to tell you about this, because you were <laughs> already kind of stressed out. So I think we got in at about 7 a.m. Yeah.
1: And, and since Sarah and I booked... Separately, so we we were the only ones flying through there. Our other friends and we were talking to them. They're already in like San Francisco and San Diego. No problem. Mm-hmm. They're having a, they're having no problem getting down there. We're the ones in Phoenix, and um, and I mean
0: it's so hot in Phoenix that like street signs are melting. Like yeah, I mean,
1: there's a there's a website there's that a website a bunch of, of pictures. The, like it
0: is it is no joke. Like people like there was I think a picture of a dumpster melting. Like it is. It was hot there, and I felt so yeah. bad for the people on the tarmac who were out there, like, waving their wands around. <laughs> so this was, like, 7 a.m., and it was already, what, 98 degrees? Yeah,
1: 7, 730, something like that. Oh, yeah, it was at least 98. It might have been into the 100 already. Um, and, yeah, there were pictures on this website that I went and looked at of people who were making whole trays full of cookies and then putting them on their dash and leaving them in the window and then doing a time-lapse photo. Oh, yeah. They were cooking cookies. Yeah, they were fr-
0: their- like cooking eggs. On the sidewalk.
1: Um, In the live chat right now, funemploymentradio.com slash live, a couple of questions coming up. And feel free to ask questions during this because if we, I mean, not that you wouldn't anyway, but in case we're leaving something out. Uh, Ed says uh, he lives in Arizona. I think, I'm not sure if he lives in Phoenix or somewhere around there. Mm. Um, I don't understand why it's getting so much attention. This is just a typical June. I don't know. It must just be, it's because of the flight thing. I've never heard of that before. No,
0: I had never heard of that. Yeah. And I didn't know. I'm just like, cool, all right, we have a layover in Arizona, then boop. Was going to get right over to Mexico. Yeah, it was
1: just supposed to be a quick pop up, and then then it's right a big, back on uh, down.
0: hop, skip, and a jump.
1: Hop, skip, and a jump. Uh, Vicky's saying, "Wait, the airport actually closes." Uh, asking a question: the airport doesn't close because some of the planes can still fly, some of them cannot, and we didn't know what kind of plane we're going to be getting. So the bigger <laughs> planes, I guess they can actually do it because their their wings their wings are bigger. I was trying to read up on it, and I'm probably getting the science wrong on it, but I believe oh, because I would- they're because their wings are larger and they have. Um, uh, they're more powerful engines.
0: They can get up. Okay. Thank you for not telling me that you were doing research on this because that would have like scared me even more. Oh no, I did. Like our plane is just big enough to maybe be. No, able I to did. Beat I the, just didn't oh. tell. I
1: didn't tell you about that part of it. <laughs> no, because I didn't know what kind of really understand what kind of plane we we're flying, and it was just like uh, doing a little bit of research online. But yeah, I didn't want to tell you any of this stuff because um, because I, I knew you would. I knew you wouldn't be that. Yeah. So Greg
0: about it. and I. Yeah. So we get to the Phoenix Airport, which. I don't. Mean, I don't want to talk disparagingly about things, but mm-hmm. God, the Phoenix Airport was disgusting. Dis- disgusting. Like it was one. I've been to a few airports. I'm pretty sure it might be one of the like dirtiest airports I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I don't mean. I mean, I, I'm not mean to talk shit about uh, the, the Phoenix Airport. In case you're like very attached to it. Uh huh. But I mean, like, shit was held up with duct tape. There and was there a lot was, of like, duct tape. And there were like. Like piles of things on the ground, like it was just yeah, it was it filthy kind and of like crowded. It felt like an airport in an eighties movie.
1: Uh, airport in an eighties movie, yeah, that's a good description. Yeah, where you see like oh, it's just chaos and everything. Eighties uh, in an airport movie, or or it also looks like it felt like because there was there was so much chaos and people running all around and everybody was in bad moods. Um, it was not if, a happy place. No, no, it's definitely not a happy <laughs> place. Uh, it felt and because it's so. Horrible outside. It felt like you couldn't go outside, so you were trapped in there. So it was kind of like a fallout shelter, like in a post-apocalyptic thing where, it, what not the worst stuff happened in Phoenix, but bad enough that you can't go outside and all these people are inside and nobody's happy and they're mm-hmm. all kind of trapped in there and, all and then like slowly it's like if you you felt like if you were going to be there for another day eventually there's going to be gangs that are going to form and then there's going to be war and people are going to take over certain terminals like it felt like it was bordering on that. It totally like, was. Like all it the- needed was one guy to stand up on a podium and start yelling about another group and the other like the people in Terminal B mm. are taking away all of the water you know or something like that. Oh man no and this yeah. airport
0: too it was so long to get between terminals like it was uh, I, I'm not an airport designer uh-huh. But it seemed like a very poorly designed airport infrastructure.
1: It is, and and in all honesty, we're probably really spoiled with the Portland Airport. I we mean, are. it's it's a pretty nice airport that we have. It's obviously it's not as big as Phoenix's, um, but it uh, we're kind of spoiled. Mm. At Portland Airport for any of complaints that I've ever had about it, it's really a pretty it's nice airport. Nice. It is. I mean, it's very clean. My the one complaint we have is things weren't open at three a.m. Oh, <laughs> you heaven know, forbid. I mean, yeah, really can't complain. So mm. we're spoiled. Uh, I did see, I did look up a list of the best airports, and Phoenix was ranked number one by USA Today.
0: Uh, what year?
1: Uh, this last year.
0: I don't understand that.
1: Yeah, Phoenix was ranked as the number one airport
0: because you know that I'm not like the classiest of people. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't really, I, I'm not really like. Off put by a lot of like different places, and it was just a bad place. Yeah, I did not like that place. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm trying to think if maybe we're, our our views were skewed because of it, but no.
0: Maybe all right. Well, we did spend a lot of time there, so anyway, we get to no, Phoenix. No, we did. Yeah,
1: we spent quite a lot of time <laughs>
0: and, there. <laughs> so, so we're there in plenty of time to catch our layover to go uh, from 8 a.m. It's it was supposed to leave at 8 a.m. and then go you know straight to Cabo San Lucas. So we're like, yeah. all right, cool. We're here. Get ready. As uh, it's getting closer to eight, we notice. That by we're seeing some flights that are starting to get canceled. I'm like, oh, god! And that's when we were understanding the you know, the heat. And also, the later in the day it's getting, the hotter it's getting. So we were so uh, as it's getting like closer to eight, the temperature's still creeping up. And we're like, oh, god! Let's just please get out of here. And then that's when they make the announcement that our flight has been delayed. Yeah. And uh, we have to switch. <laughs> so then we had to like switch terminals, didn't we? Yeah.
1: Well, so what happened was uh, we were supposed to be getting out about. F- probably maybe 15 minutes before boarding was supposed to happen, <laughs> they make an announcement like, okay, you guys are all going to be boarding at a different terminal. So we had to go, everybody got in this mad rush to go up and then down and over to this other terminal. It's about a 10-minute walk. That's probably about a, like
0: a half mile. Like three quarters of a mile. Yeah, it, was, it was a yeah, it was a walk.
1: Yeah, so maybe fifteen minutes to get over to it, and so everybody's like, okay, well, we'll rush over there and we'll get out, and then of course you get there, and then it was delayed, and then it got delayed, and then it got delayed, mm-hmm. and then delayed. So it just kept uh, they kept delaying it in about half hour increments, and while that's happening, I mean, and again, this probably adds to the whole feeling of the airport because everybody's stressed out in there, and there's a Boston flight. That was that was right next to where ours was, and they make an announcement like, "Okay, we have too many people on this yep, flight. We've we can't older, use oversold this flight." No, they hadn't even oversold it. No. It oh, that
0: was the one, or was it the San Francisco one that they were talking about overselling? Because I remember uh, him saying like, "We oversold this." That so. was
1: a that was a that was on the way home. <laughs> okay. That was on the way home. No, this was it. Wasn't oversold. They just um, they had to they had to start taking people off because the the flight would have been too heavy to take off in the Phoenix. Um, in the heat. Mm. So they were, had to start uh, taking people off. Aye. And so they, that's what was going on. Yeah, so like. we're
0: sitting there and we're witnessing all of this because we're sitting there waiting. So ours yeah. keeps getting delayed. So, of course, since we're delayed, all the other flights are delayed. All of us adult humans, you know, it's 8 a.m. And we're just like, well, let's find the bar and go get a beer. Yeah. Because that's what you do. So it was like basically half of the airport ended up all going to the same bar that we went to.
1: Yeah. Oh, it was fun. Yeah, and yeah. then and then you end up uh, you end up meeting people, and and that's part of the fun thing about traveling too. So Sarah started talking to this couple, and and we'll talk more about them later. But you met this couple that were getting ready. They were going down to Cabo to be married.
0: Yeah, they're be going to get married. On a and they were flight? sitting next yeah. to us, and they were on our same flight because we couldn't tell because uh, like if it was delayed, then it was delayed again, and and so we were sitting there drinking beers, hanging out, and then finally at about eleven a.m.
1: Yeah, something like that. 11, 11.30. Mm. You get onto the plane. Anyway, and we'll, we'll get out of the, talking about the Phoenix thing, but you get onto the plane and then it's one of those things where you get out on the tarmac and, and everybody knows that stress of traveling where uh, you're sitting there and then a plane is, we, uh, the captain gets on. He's like, okay, it's going to be delayed just a little <laughs> little longer. Uh, it's going to be delayed just a little longer. And then he's like, and a plane just broke down in front <laughs> of the entire line. There's about 12 planes behind him and then we're, and then, then we're up. And then he gets on about 20 minutes later. And he's like, yeah, okay. So the plane couldn't t- uh, be removed on its own. They had to bring a crew out to try to move the plane. And you're just like, Jesus, what is happening out there? I know. And,
0: and in the meantime, we've been sitting on the airplane, now, I think, for an hour, probably. Yeah,
1: probably about an yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, though, we take off. Mm. We take off and we're on our way to Cabo San Lucas. And so um, everything went fine on the flight. flight was fine. flight was fine. Uh, we get down there and you go through customs, and for anybody who hasn't flown there before, if you are flying internationally or something like that, that that's what you have to do when you get down. You go through customs, and then at the Mexican airport, um, I, I don't think it works like this at other places but this is how they determine if your bags get searched oh, God. You, so you go through I have such a
0: fear of this too yeah, yeah
1: I mean you go through your whole thing where they ask you where you're going what are you doing and, you know they stamp your passport and then all you that think stuff.
0: you're scot- free you think you've gone through everything because <laughs> yeah. you've like taken your bags you've gotten your passport stamped you've you know made a public declaration that you're from the states then you're like all right cool all right now we're ready to go and then <laughs> this happens
1: yeah so you you get up in your last step your last stop before you get get. get out for freedom is you walk up to this uh, border agent, just a single agent who's sitting there next to this almost like a kiosk thing with a single button on it and she will check your your, uh, identification and then she'll be like Press the button. And you press this button, and it'll either light up on the right side, there's this panel that's bright green, and on the left side, there's a panel that's bright red. And it's com- supposedly completely random mm-hmm. which side lights up. If it's red, you're getting all your stuff searched.
0: They're going through every single yep. thing. If
1: it's green, you're scot-free. Congratulations. Bienvenidos a Mexico.
0: You're yep. welcome to Mexico. And depending on what know. part of Mexico you go to, like this one has a, like a fancier panel, but I remember going to Mazatlan or uh, Puerto Verde, and they said a stoplight. And I remember growing up; that was the freakiest thing. Because we'd always get the red, so my parents would be like, "All right, Sarah, push the button." I have such a phobia of the button, so hitting it and then waiting for the like red flash or the green flash.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so and there's
0: nothing you can do; it's all it's all chance.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and luckily, you know, and we had met up with some more of our friends at this point because our plane was delayed, and we we ended up catching up with everybody else who's going down there. So there was three or four people that uh, that w- that was really cool um, that we met up with right. Right, going through those lines. Anyway, I pressed the button. I was scot free. I'm like, I'm out of here, mm-hmm. and <laughs> just started walking towards the door. And luckily, I believe all of us ended up getting green.
0: Uh, that I, think, I know. I don't think
1: anybody said. Um, I mean, that we're in this group that went yeah, through. Yeah, oh,
0: anyway. oh, yeah. I don't um, know Nathan if other people, and Dylan, and Tristan. They all, yeah, they all yeah. made it through.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Courtney says, so a border agent judges whether to search or not. The border agent actually just has you has you press the button, and so. Maybe there's somebody back there secretly controlling it. I honestly think it really is just a random button. I've always thought it's just random. I don't think they have random. another person back there. But Maybe everybody
0: has to hit the button.
1: Y'all got to hit the button.
0: Everyone has to hit the button. And the button, like, as soon as you're like, all right, and they're like, hit the button. <laughs> it is so stressful. Yeah. And then once you hit the button and you go through, then you're finally in Mexico. So we finally did it.
1: Yeah. You're finally – you're you're through. You're good. And uh, and you're on your way. So if you ever travel to Mexico, just know that you're gonna have to hit the button at the very end when you think you're scot free. Always hit the button. You have to hit the button. Um, and you want green. Don't get red. So, yeah. oh, but you have no control over you have it. Yeah, no control. So. Root for green. And so anyway, you go through there, you get out, um, and then you go catch your shuttle. And we were we we're you know you go find your shuttle person. And of note for anybody uh, doing this, try to book your shuttle ahead of time because it's a lot easier. And then they'll tell you where to go because there's a lot of people that will fake being shuttle agents. But really, they're trying to sell you things. So it, it helps to book ahead of time. Mm. So anyway, we went out, found our correct person. And then he's like, okay, it's going to be about 15 minutes. Why don't you grab a beer? Just wait. And then we meet up with the other couple again. The The random couple. couple. So
0: there's like thousands and thousands of people on this airport. And we meet up. Like Sitting right next to us at the bar is, again, the the couple that's getting married. Yeah. uh, Tim and Krista, who are getting married there. And they're just like, oh, we're waiting for our our, um, shuttle and we were like oh we are too and looked and sure enough it was the same shuttle it's a very small shuttle there're only like the four of us and then like one other person
1: yeah there's one other guy who is flying solo yeah but uh, shout out to anyway tim and krista congratulations on getting married um, because we, we rode the shuttle <laughs> with them, now they they know about our show, so they may be listening at some point. So, uh, hello, Tim and Krista. Yeah, we
0: really did try to make it uh, to your reception. Yeah, they invited us to their, to their wedding drinks. reception,
1: <laughs> and we were going to go there. It was going to be the Friday, and just it, there was too many things going on. We didn't end up making it, uh, but it was just it's just so random. Be going to me- going to Mexico, meet somebody in the Phoenix airport, and then by the end, we're in Cabo, invited to their wedding reception.
0: Yeah, give me like a go. goodbye. Like, yeah. It was like,
1: it was... yeah, so that. That's That's
0: the fun thing about traveling, is that Uh you never really know who you're going to meet.
1: Yeah. So, uh, anyway, finally made it down to our place. Now, here we are. So, we're going to this place. This is the place that, that I booked online, and this has been the big topic. So, it was adults only, all inclusive, which I've never done before. But adults only, so there's no kids. And this has been the worry of... Are we walking into a swingers resort? Now, we, I was we were going to walk in there. It was just going to be a bunch of naked people by the pool and, like, weird little huts or something. Like, that was my worst fear. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm posting
0: a picture of what it looks like right when you walk in the door. Oh, yeah.
1: perfect. Yes. However, I don't think it was necessarily a swingers in resort. In
0: conclusion, we believe that it was not a swingers resort. There was, I think, some of that happening. There were some swingers, but... I think they are more like desperate men who are trying to find like hot girls to spend some time with. Well, that's gonna be
1: anywhere. that's yeah, not and maybe that's a couple inquisitive ordinary. couples,
0: but it didn't seem like a overriding theme of swinging.
1: no, it did not. And overall, there were just not that many people at this place. They said it was sold out. I don't know where everybody was, but really, it was, I mean, at the most, I think, down there, hanging out in the same time, in the same place, 30 people, maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe 40. I mean, and it's a big resort. It was awesome. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. It was one and of we, the most
0: beautiful places I think I've ever seen.
1: So we stayed at, um, and I'll say which one we stayed yeah. at, uh, Pueblo, Pueblo Bonito Pacifica. And so there's several Pueblo Bonito resorts that you can that you can stay at, and we stayed at the Pacifica one, is the adult only one. And we had a couple other friends that were staying at this one too, and then you can also travel to the other resorts as well uh, under the under the same all inclusive pass, which is very cool. This place is by the beach. It's it's on, on the, the beach. P- it's it's on the beach. Yeah. And it's on the Pacific side. So Cabo San Lucas, the city itself downtown, is on the Sea of Cortez side. This was just around the bend. So you kind of go up this little mountain and down it about 15 minutes from downtown. Yeah, so
0: you're going like way down. And it looks like this magical oasis. Like it is so weird because it's just by itself. Just all of a sudden you see all these buildings clumped together and you see like cabanas on the beach. And it's just this hidden kingdom like down there that's like untouched it was just
1: I can't recommend it enough if you're planning a vacation and going down there yeah
0: look for some deals because we got
1: well the best deal is to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Expedia link absolutely and that's uh, what we
0: did and we got the best deal
1: yeah and it really is uh, monitor it so we I mean we got a better deal I think than some other people did just because we bought at the right place right time by monitoring the site Mm -hmm. and so waiting for the right deal to come up um so that's that's what I would recommend uh, going to FunEmploymentRadio.com, clicking on the Expedia link or the hotels.com link another great way.
0: And I will say there were a lot of couples there but you don't have to be a couple to no. be there. I didn't you do not feel out of place.
1: Yeah no there were couples but there were also They're big just groups, groups of friends. Like us I yeah, mean, you know so it was it was all kinds of things and everybody was was pretty cool. And regardless, you don't have to hang out with anybody if you don't want to. So exactly. that, was, that was the best part of it. Plus there
0: was 24-hour room service.
1: Yeah, 24-hour room service that Two. was like, included. Like, I've
0: never had 24-hour room service. Like, I can't Me even either. believe it. I ate so many chicken quesadillas.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ordered a couple late at night. <laughs> I ordered one <laughs> yeah. at, like, 3 in the morning. I ordered a chicken quesadilla. Well, I was well like, yeah, because yep, I'm it. just like,
0: all right, what what do I want? All right, and here's some, here's a tip, and there we go. Yep. A and, glass of champagne and a chicken quesadilla, please. Yeah. And, por favor.
1: Oh, yeah, por favor. And... You know, all your drinks are included when you do the all-inclusive thing, right on the beach. It was, it was just, it was a beautiful, beautiful place. And um, again, wait for the right deal because it can be very expensive if you don't get the good deal. Mm. Because I've looked it up even on different sites. I'll be honest, on different sites sometimes there's different deals. So uh, if you're going to do it, take your time and and try to book it really early. But yes, recommending that. I
0: would say, like, I want to go back there. Like I would go yeah. back oh, there I, I would and do too. I would go back there in a heartbeat. Ab- that, Absolutely. And they have like, it's all like ze- they have Zen gardens everywhere yeah. around it, which, uh, you know, I'm kind of already farting. Greg's I'm just like, Greg, look at the intricacies of the Zen gardens. They're yeah, so it was cool. They had a guy that was his job. Yeah. It was just, he was out there and every day he would rake different designs into the sand. It was just, yeah. it was incredible. And it was just so well kept and everyone was so nice. And, uh, yeah, I, it it was so cool. Well,
1: it's cool because you can eat, you know, at different times whenever you want, and there's dinners that you can go to, and yeah. So anyway, can't say enough of it. It it was it was a very relaxing place. I highly highly recommend it. And on top of that, you get access to their other resorts, and there's another one that's just up the mountain. Because I was saying you go up this mountain and down it uh, to get to where we were. On top of that mountain is one of the other Pueblo Bonito resorts, and that that one has a pool on top of the mountain. There, I think we posted some pictures of that while we were gone. Maybe on Facebook or in, or Fun Employment Radio Instagram, um, maybe on Twitter. But you can, it's it's on top of the mountain and it overlooks the ocean. It was
0: ridiculous. That was Greg's like it's, it's one ridiculous. of the things that Greg yeah. wanted to do. Is just like I want to go see the pool on the top of the yeah. mountain.
1: Yeah, there was very few things that I wanted to plan because I really needed to relax and and to just and take my stress. And down I will a bit. tell you,
0: vacation Greg is a lot of fun. Vacation Greg is very relaxed.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've just, I intentionally, again, if, uh, oh, if if anybody emailed me over this last week, uh, sorry, I'll be getting back to those today. But I made an effort not to reply or not, not, not even not to reply, but not even to look at my email. So I will uh, get back to everybody today or tomorrow. So I'll, I'll I'll make an effort to do that, but I wanted I needed to chill out a little bit, and this was the best way to chill out on a pool on top of the mountain overlooking mm. the Pacific. Yeah, I can't really beat that. So that that was great. hug um, out there that day uh, for a day, just kind of hanging out, um, and then we the the next day. So after after doing all that, went into town and we had some other friends that were in town. So there's you know again there's quite a quite a big group of us that were down there, which was really really fun. And we went into town, met up with everybody, and I decided to buy a uh, buy a Mexico
0: hat. I've talked about how I wanted to be tequila guy. Oh my gosh, he was so excited to find a hat. I've never. He's just like, all right. So we met up with everybody, and Greg just kind of looks over at everybody. He's like, I'm ready to get my tequila hat, uh, my tequila guy hat. Now I'm like, okay, let's do it. You have because you have to haggle for it. You have to haggle, and that's the thing. Yeah, you do. You have to haggle at these places, and I which i forgot how aggressive uh like mexican marketplaces can be especially mm-hmm. if you're walking through like oh, uh, yeah. like one of the self-contained markets where everyone's just like hola amiga, hola amiga, like oh uh-huh. best prices come here come And, like they're practically almost grabbing you yeah to where you have to be like no gracias no gracias like just uh-huh. keep keep your eyes on the prize wherever you're going so when if
1: you talk to one person you know, that's it. Then they are not. They're going to try their best not to get you oh, to leave like, them alone.
0: No, it like, is. Yeah,
1: like because they want you to buy it. No, try this one. Try this one. Try this one. Okay, I'll get this best price. Best price. And eventually, you just have to say no, and then and they, then walk away,
0: and then give them the number that you want. And if and if they're not going to take it, then you continue to walk away, yeah. or they'll yeah. Take your price. You,
1: you got to be tough with it. Um But I did find one, and there is one picture of me with this hat and we'll explain why all this is. There's a picture of me uh, with with my hat and uh, I bought a I, I don't know what you would call, what kind of hat it is. I'll post it. It was a hat I wanted. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy something ridiculous yeah, I would like never black, buy for myself. Nice. It
0: wasn't like a fedora, and it wasn't like a cowboy hat. It was like somewhere, somewhere in between. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Kind of an old man hat, I guess. Mm. And so, so I bought that, and I'm like, I got myself a Mexico hat. I am excited about this. And I was. I was so excited about it. I was, was so, I was, about I was so stoked about my Mexico hat. And so got that. We're hanging out with everybody. And this is the day that we're getting ready to go on the booze cruise slash snorkel tour. And this was something we had booked beforehand and uh, you may remember me talking about this a couple of years ago when I went to Mexico. And when I went to Cabo, I went on this thing. Uh, the company's called, I think, Jungle Cruises or something like that. It, I'll, I'll look it up and get the exact name, but Jungle Something, that's the name of the company. Mm. And the last one I took was, it was a booze cruise, and then you kind of went... It was the Jungle Cruise, and, I think, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. you kind of went and looked at whales, too. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, that was where you did. It's like, oh, yeah, there's whales. By the way, here's a lot of booze. And the the person that leads it... Who's I mean you have you have the whole crew that's on this this kind of rickety pontoon boat that fits, I don't know, thirty people. And the guy who's like the main party master was this dude named Psycho. Psycho Psycho And Psycho has uh, it, it, he's the guy that I that was on there a couple of years ago, has a mullet, he was missing some teeth, and all all of his other crewmates are like, Oh no, he's psycho Psycho is no, amazing. Mm hmm.
0: I, no, I I had heard the stories, and he totally like lived up to the hype.
1: Yeah, well, and that's the thing. That's what we're getting to. So, so I had talked about Psycho before. So we're walking over there to go on the cruise. Didn't know if he was going to be on it, but then... Sure enough, he was on it. He was part of the cruise. He was the same guy. It was the same cruise company. And there was Psycho. So Sarah finally got to meet Psycho for the first time. I was
0: very excited. It was,
1: it was pretty No, because it was so
0: random. Because we're like, all right, I wonder. Because Craig had talked about it. I'm like, it can't possibly be the same guy. But sure enough, there he was. Yep, it was Psycho. So this so you, And he looked like it. I could pick him out right away. I'm like, oh, that has to be the guy. Because he's just like bonkers.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely bonkers, and you get over there, and so so this cruise line, and the thing is, you to get on it, you have to walk over this really nice boat onto the pontoon boat that you take. <laughs> so they you trick the you cruise. into thinking they that you're going you. onto
0: a nice boat. Yeah, you get on, it, I'm like, oh, this is pretty snazzy. Yeah, and then like. Then there's kind of this dumpy fishing pontoon boat next to it. It's like, oh no, keep going, keep going. And We're like, yeah. oh, okay.
1: And so, <laughs> so you hop on this thing, and um, and yes, yeah, Psycho's the guy kind of leading it. You get on, and one of the one of the things they had said on this uh, when you buy the tickets was that there will be absolutely uh, no alcohol will be served until after everyone goes snorkeling. And then you remember, this is Mexico. The second you get on, they're serving out shots and drinks. Oh yeah, they don't care. They don't care at all. So, so there's
0: like a giant thing of jungle juice, and we're like, "Can we have?" And they have like beers everywhere. And I'm like, "Can we have one?" And they're like, "Of course, yeah, take your beer." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, all right." So, so we got
1: on. They were just dishing out the drinks. This is before we even left <laughs> the dock. We had not even left the Still dock. Still parked yet. at the dock. Still parked at the dock. And so, so you get you get your drinks. Everybody gets on. It's pretty awesome. You know, everybody's having a good time, and then they take off and they head out into the water. Well, I have my brand new Mexico hat on that I've had at this point, maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And we're heading out into the water, out of the bay to go on this cruise where they take you around the end of the horn of, of Baja and the, by all the beaches. We make it maybe five minutes in heading out and a big gust of wind show, <laughs> like comes up and boom, there goes my hat.
0: Because, of course, Greg is wearing his hat on a cruise that's super windy we're going but he liked the way that it looked well yeah I was I was enjoying my hat
1: you know and I thought maybe it would stay on and I don't wear those kinds of hats very often and I made the mistake but now it, we
0: know that they don't stay they on they don't
1: they don't and it flew off into the, <laughs> into the bay I'm like well shit well just uh, made a little deposit there in Mexico mm-hmm. my bad but the the crew saw it and these guys uh, ended up saying no wait we're going to go get it. And they turned this entire boat around. How they spotted it, I don't know. My hat floated in the water. This guy got out like a fishing pole kind of thing. Like
0: a little grabby kind grabby of thing.
1: Grabby thing. Yeah, and we swing around. They spot it. The captain, I mean, this is not a tiny boat, was able to swing this boat around even in the current, even in all the wind, get right up next to it. While driving, this guy swoops down in the water, snags it. Hands
0: it right back And gives it back to Greg We could not believe it Like they actually Turned around the boat So I mean there's like 10 of us that are Friends on the boat Yeah And there are also 20 other people on the boat Yeah and and Greg's like, like we Greg didn't ask him to go back or no anything. I'm like, like
1: it's gone we're
0: all like oh it's gone and they turned around and plucked it right out of the and water gave it right, out gave of it. It right back I was to him. so
1: impressed and then I just gave the my guy money I'm like here's money dude yeah, thank you take my money take take my <laughs> money that was awesome that was so incredible that he was able to do it it was just really cool I took three minutes out of everybody's tour time sorry about that but it was it was amazing so he ended up snagging the hat out of the water get my hat back and at that point I'm like that's ah, going in my bag I'm not gonna I'm not gonna risk this again mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be that guy twice so I put it in my bag and then you get going on this cruise and somebody brought up the fact that it was uh, my birthday Oh, it was
0: me. I brought it up everywhere oh yeah just to see how much like free tequila could get shoved in your you, face
1: you got free tequila shoved in my face mm-hmm. that is that is true so, like
0: this is when they started giving you the funnel right
1: yeah, so we're... <laughs> right, well, you know, we, we did go and jump in the water a couple of times and and went swimming. The water was really cold.
0: It was really cold, but they gave everybody... So there weren't a lot of safety precautions necessarily. <laughs> no. But they did give everybody a pool noodle. <laughs> that was your, <laughs> so that, that was, was your life vest. So they didn't have life vests, but they're like, take a pool noodle. So you jump <laughs> off the side of this boat.
1: Into the ocean.
0: Into the ocean into the ocean and then you're just floating around on a pool noodle like I hope that everything but this hope is they okay. come back yeah
1: because the first time you jump in and then they just take off and turns out they're going around the this like there was a rock formation. They're going around there, and you're supposed to swim over to them. But they don't
0: tell you that before no. they give you a pool noodle. No, they just start you. taking off. Well, and they don't you...
1: push you, but you jump off. Yeah, but kind of. Yeah, kind and of. And then you just see Psycho going
0: over there,
1: over there, yelling from this boat. You're like, they're ditching us. That's it. Yeah. So we had to swim around and then hopefully you catch back up with them. We all did, but that's that was the snorkeling
0: part of it. So it wasn't wasn't much yeah, snorkeling. They had that snorkels, went on. but I didn't really. Tr- <sighs> That boat was really fun, but I did not trust to put those snorkels on my face. No, No, that's like, that's not something that you should do. No. No.
1: So it was... So it went
0: swimming, not snorkeling. We went swimming. We went swimming a couple
1: of times. And then... It was very pretty. It was very cold, but... Yeah. But refreshing. And this was a three-hour tour. Um, Three-hour tour. So you had two hours left on this, on this, and after you do all that, then they really get into getting you to drink. And that's when Sarah's really pulling out the birthday thing. And they bring out this funnel. like, I heard it's somebody's birthday. And that's that's a pretty good psycho impression, actually. No, that's he exactly does what like psycho that. sounds like. Have yeah. you ever
0: made him? He'd be like, because that's what he says. Like, my name is Psycho. My name is Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> it has like a long O. Yeah. It's not a it's not a yeah. psycho. It's Who psycho. wants tequila? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's,
1: that's psycho. I oh, mean, and Greg- he
0: is a stereotype
1: of everything awesome. Yeah. I mean, and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, awesome he's, and terrifying. He's, he's terrifying, but he's really cool. So they bring up this funnel, and I'm supposed to go beer bong, and I'm just drunk enough to where I well, I'd had just enough drinks to where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea on this boat. I'm going to take a beer bong from this guy. And it's peer pressure. So I did, and I'm sitting there looking up, and I'm like, oh, this is not I have pictures of this. Good. I need to post you that. You do? You have pictures of the beer bong?
0: Of you beer bonging? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, I do. Oh.
1: I'm afraid. Oh, they're to see amazing. Those. I'm afraid to see them. So I'm be- I'm beer bonging on this pontoon boat, and I'm looking up at the guy pouring the beer. And I'm like, okay, just one beer. No, he's like keeps on pouring things in, and then he starts dumping tequila in. And yeah,
0: it's this. So he replaced the not, beer without telling him with tequila.
1: No, I saw it. I saw it coming. But I mean, uh, well, I saw part of it, and then it's, the tequila started hitting my mouth as I'm drinking this, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Ooh. And he just keeps dumping it
0: in. and oh, he was being very generous with the table. uh
1: Yeah. They just wanted to see what they could get me to do. And so I, I rip out the beer bong. And I mean, this is a booze cruise. You're not getting top-end tequila here. This was... I don't know what it oh, was. Oh, yeah. So
0: I have you beer bonging.
1: Oh, God.
0: I don't... And even... then I have you...
1: After the beer bong. After the beer bong, where I made another deposit into the Mexican ocean.
0: (laughs) That was not his hat.
1: It was not my (laughs) hat. I went over to the—I instantly went to the side of this boat, (laughs) and there was a (coughs) guy—excuse me. There was a guy kind of downwind from me, and I don't know who this guy was, but I just kind of waved at him. I kind of waved him off, (laughs) and I I lean over the side of this boat as they're just going full speed— and I'm like, okay, no, I'm, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. No, I'm not. Nope. And nope. there it went over the side of the ocean. Started off slow, ended up big, about three times, right over the side. Nice commitment. It was, it was well, it had to happen. Mm-hmm. It had to happen. There was no choice in the matter. So that, uh, that, that chilled me out for a little bit. <laughs> it kind of kind of relaxed for a few. <laughs> but anyway, overall... This cruise was fantastic. I would highly recommend it.
0: It wasn't. It was super cheap. It was like forty five bucks. Yes, yeah, forty five bucks for three hours. Yeah. Uh for three hours, like all the booze you could drink. Like they have like fancy ones in there, but why? You're in Mexico. Like, it, yeah, go have fun. Yeah, I mean, forty five bucks, and you get to go by all
1: of the beaches. So and you get a meal. There's two. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. They serve you some food, and there's the um, the two main beaches at the end of in Cabo San Lucas. There's Lover's Beach, which is right by the arch. So there's a rock formation called the Arch. And you want to see the arch. They, they take you right by the arch. They, there's Lover's Beach, which you can get separate boats out to that, but you got to see that. And then there's Divorce Beach, which is on the other side of Lover's Beach. Mm. And they take you by all of it. So you get you get a cruise. It's tons of fun. I I recommend it. I really recommend it. No, you know, you're taking your life in your own hands. Mm. Uh, but they will go get your hat if your hat yes. goes in. Don't know if I'll grab a person, but the hat for sure.
0: Yes, the hat for sure.
1: The hat for sure. So after that, after beer and tequila we get off, go into Senor Frogs, I mean.
0: Oh my God, where all of the dudes proceed to start pole dancing.
1: I don't know how that happened I or who started know, that. I don't know, but
0: there is, uh, hey, in case you were one of the people that was uh, pole dancing and you're listening to this, Oneida has video, just so oh, you know. Fuck. Really? She has like a three minute video. It is the worst, best thing I have ever seen. Uh, you mean calling out
1: our friends, Tuggy, Tristan, and Nate, who were all doing that? Oh, my God. It is. Because I'm calling them out. I'm calling them out. It is. It, I don't know how this happened. I mean, we had just cut off of a booze cruise. So everybody was very vulnerable and gullible at that point. And somehow they got all the guys up on the stage.
0: That was pretty dance. amazing. It was pretty amazing.
1: Yeah. 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 It it happened. I mean, I, I can't deny that it happened. It just, it happened. That's, that's what they'll get you to do. So just be careful. So
0: the booze cruise is definitely worth it. It's worth it. Okay. <laughs>
1: it was, it was a lot of fun. So did that and that kind of, that night kind of wrapped up pretty early at that point. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, that's enough for me. And, um, and then, you know, that's kind of the end of that day, Friday sat in the pool, you know, at the, at the resort again. Mm-hmm, and- like,
0: lots of a sweat bar. But this, but Saturday, so this resort also has, uh, since it is very beautiful and very like tranquil, I guess I would say is the word. Yeah. There were a lot of, so when we first got there, there were like random like weddings every, every now and again. Oh yeah, see, yeah, like, yeah there's a lot of weddings. Way. And so, um, so when we all went down to the pool that morning, because uh, they told us like, get there early so that you can put your towel on, um, like, towel on a, on a chair things like yeah that's i guess that's how you
1: claim your spot for the day mm-hmm. you throw a towel on it and then it's towel and, like a
0: book on there so that you yeah. can do it so anyway so uh we're all walking down there and i see all these these girls who are just white girl wasted they are it's like 9 a.m and they are like doing some sort of like choreographed like cheerleading dance like on the side and you greg saw this too yeah and they're like doing it's probably about eight girls who are just probably like early to mid-twenties who are like screaming at the top of their lungs yeah, doing a dance and, and i like an, uh,
1: like hey let's
0: party kind of way it's more of a you're a
1: Noxious. It was. Please I mean, get off of the I'm sidewalk. sure that's
0: what, and I think this might have been our instant karma from the booze cruise the day before. Could have been because that's probably exactly what all of us sounded like, as other people were trying to just enjoy their snorkeling thing. Well,
1: they went on a $45 booze cruise too, yeah, they, so I don't they feel got too what too they bad. deserved. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. So we end up all going into getting you know things and then going into the water, and of course that's when the drunk girls, who come to find out, I didn't think at first I thought it was a cheerleading squad, but it turns out that they were a bachelorette party. They, how do I put this? I don't think they
1: were a cheerleading squad. I, I was pretty what do you sure mean? about that. I'm pretty sure they weren't like some college cheerleading squad that was. I was anything it? It seemed like a bachelorette party. It seemed more
0: like a bachelorette party. Yeah. I don't know when they were doing the dancing thing, and the, but they weren't very good at the dancing. So they were first not I good at dancing. Like, Maybe they were. They were.
1: They did not seem like.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so they're all—I like, s- I- swear—so these women are just like all in the pool, and it's fine. It's everyone's vacation, but everybody else, you know, is kind of just chilling out because it's uh, by that point I think like nine thirty in the morning, ten in the morning, and these girls are like, y- you know, yelling at the bartender, and you know, it's all inclusive, but it's really nice to tip, and they're just like, yeah, screaming. that's one
1: thing—you got to tip on tip on everything. Yeah,
0: and people and people don't like—I was yeah. seeing all these these. Uh, these Dumb bitches who were just like screaming at the bartender, like "Give us more shots!" and they're like not tip- like not tipping at all and just throwing their like empty glasses. Oh, and, that's like, lame. It was that so lame. lame. That's when I was like, "All right, no, these girls aren't funny. They're they're fucking rude."
1: Yeah, that is that so is anyway, a good point. Yeah, if you ever you go to an all inclusive, that's the thing. It's all inclusive, but you still got to tip. Yeah, you still got to tip. I mean, tip a the, lot of the folks that work there, working, they yeah. they don't
0: make a lot of money per day, and they do rely a lot on tips. So, yeah, um, yeah so I mean. So they're not tipping, and they're just, like, taking shot after shot after shot and being more loud, more obnoxious. And so we started betting on which girl we thought was going to be the drunkest. (laughs) There's definitely one who kept screaming about the Kardashians. I'm like, oh, my God. No, you could tell it was the girl, yeah, screaming about the
1: Kardashians, and then she was the girl walking around the pool uh, talking on her phone, but not, like, holding it up to her Head, like putting it on speakerphone and walking around and holding out in front of her, and then having the loud conversation. It's like the people you see on the bus or out in public. Mm-hmm. Who, it's like I want attention. Look at me having. It was look a, at me she was the look the at me, look at it.
0: me girl. Like you could tell, and it's just I, like she's compensating. She's overcompensating. Yeah, it's like
1: oh come on, man. Oh my really? god, it
0: was just it was fascinating to watch. It was like yeah. it was like having your own. Like, it was fun. I mean, tube. I mean, because I'm just sitting there like. Drinking a margarita, and just watching it, and just yeah. like, watching it unfold. Like, <laughs> it all was, right, because so we started betting, you know, on who we thought was going to be the like which ones were are going to be thrown out. Which, but uh, spoiler no. alert, nobody gets thrown out. At, oh know, yeah, no, at a whole closest. I mean, yeah, no, maybe maybe they would cut somebody off at some point. Yeah, at some point, maybe, but, but. they weren't doing. So anyway, then they, all these girls, you know, they they're having all their shots and they're all kind of flailing around the pool. Then all of a sudden, this like. Disco like tech music starts playing, and there's this very flamboyant uh, Mexican dance instructor that comes out. And he's like, "All right, girls, who's ready for swim aerobics or whatever water aerobics?" And they're all screaming, <laughs> and they're like, ah! "So then they all like wasted start doing water aerobics, like, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was like hip hop water aerobics in this like tra- again tranquil." <laughs> pool where everyone's just like it's but it, it's not anymore this is about like ten thirty, and there's some sort of uh, some techno like water aerobic thing going on but they're all like flailing around and falling in the water I mean, it was it was glorious.
1: Yeah, it was a
0: sight to be seen.
1: It was uh, it was something.
0: And then the super drunk girl that we were watching for a while, um, when she was doing the dances, she was she was not as agile as the other people. And then we watched her for 15 minutes, try to get her sunglasses untangled from her hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was. I gotta say, it was entertaining. It was a lot of fun. It was so fun. It was very entertaining.
0: Yeah. You know, I may have looked like a creep. Uh, no, you didn't look like the creep. All the guys that as soon as the water aerobics came, I swear, every single single man lined up at the underwater bar stools because the bar stools, would, if they faced away from the bar, they were facing the water aerobics. And it was just a, a row of sunburned dudes sipping, I mean, on, sipping on their drinks, just staring at the, at the bouncing drunk s- girls.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say, well, you know, I just didn't want to be the creepy guy for once. So I they I really were all the think you guys. were not the
0: creepy guy. Good. I think I did yeah, a good I job. I think you did an okay job. That's
1: what peep and specs are for. Yeah. All right, so anyway, um <laughs> so, so that that was going so on. Was I ended up think. meeting some other people later on too. I met like some people from Louisiana cuz the Oregon State Louisiana State baseball game was going on, which was kind of cool sitting in a pool watching that. And um and yeah, so talk to those guys for a little there are
0: bit. a lot of people from Louisiana. A lot and, of people from Louisiana. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, some other people from Oregon. Which was which was kind of interesting. So talk to a few people, but mostly all I wanted to do to be honest was hang out by myself and just sit there and have a drink. Mm. Yeah, and then in the pool, and it was cool. And uh, so we all did that, and then went into Cabo later on that night to meet up with my brother and a bunch of friends in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Uh, I will say this: I want to, uh, and just um, I keep reminding myself, you know, a lot of people haven't been down there, and if you haven't, here's something to keep in mind: everyone in Cabo is a drug dealer.
0: Or uh, a
1: prostitute? Uh, No, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of prostitutes too, mm-hmm. but I would say, but
0: everyone's a drug dealer. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. For me and my brother, and this has always been the case, no matter where we go, no matter when we've ever been on vacation uh, together, I think everyone just assumes those are the guys that, <laughs> that want to buy drugs in a foreign city because we get approached all the time. Like, all the time. Anybody who's on the street selling, like, beads or sunglasses or whatever. Yeah, I get like, hearing people oh, murmur things sunglasses? to you guys
0: all the oh, time. Yeah. I'm like, nobody says anything except for, like, uh, you know, oh, Chica, Chica, like, trying to sell me purses or sunglasses.
1: Oh, really? You don't get they, – they don't proposition no, you? No, it's
0: usually – no, I get, like, uh, like someone will hold, like, jewelry in my face and be like, good price, good. I'm like, no, thank you. Oh. You just say no thank you the entire time. It is kind of – um, like you're you're ducking you're ducking and dodging the whole time, especially if yeah. you're like out you know like in Cabo downtown proper or even in, anywhere in Mexico for the most part because everyone's trying to sell something.
1: Yeah, and for me, it's I mean drugs. it's a lot
0: of hustle out there. Yeah, and for Greg, it's drugs. Or or the people
1: with the uh, iguanas. Like, some lady just slapped an iguana on my shoulder, which was a little was uncomfortable. Hilarious. I'm like, I don't want your lizard on my shoulder, ma'am. And then she's like, take picture, take picture. And she was and I'm pissed like, at you. I'm and like, I don't like, know. No. I don't want a picture with your lizard. No, I don't. Please take your lizard off of my shoulder. And so I, that happened. Um, and there's no picture because if we had taken a picture, then we would have to pay her. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, they all, they all offer uh, drugs. So I'm just letting... Letting you know. Maybe that doesn't happen to everybody because it doesn't happen to Sarah, but it happens to me. Just know, don't be surprised if after they offer you sunglasses, they go, smoke, maybe something for your nose, for your nose. For like your that, nose? That's Is what, that what That they was say? the common thing. Yeah. For your nose. No, your nose. nobody
0: said that. That's mm-hmm. so funny.
1: For your nose. Uh, they usually didn't outright say what the drug was. They would be like, smoke, or yeah, for your nose, or something else, or girls, girls, girls. So it's you get offered that stuff all the time. I mean, it was just huh. constant for me. I would just be like, no, nope, no, gracias, no, gracias, no, gracias. So anyway, yeah, that's what that's, you that's, say that's a my lot, experience that's, in Mexico. Well, is. not the
0: not the drug, but everything like yeah. that's the most common phrase I think that he uses. No gracias, no mm-hmm. gracias, no gracias.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. So that's that's just happened. I mean, that that happened to Jeff and I when we were in you know twenty years ago when we were in Jamaica. That was the same thing. Everybody offered us drugs. So I don't know. I guess we got the look, but uh, did not, and so said no. Um... But went out to some cool places and got to see some really cool little bars there. In oh, Devon yeah. Cabo there are
0: some really it's- neat ones. I mean, you definitely pick and choose, like which ones, but I mean, like, there's a the Slim's Elbow Room, which Slim's elbow we loved, cool. which it claims to be the smallest bar in the world. Yeah. <laughs> which, I don't know if it's the smallest bar in the world, but it's definitely the smallest bar in Cabo. You can fit like five people in there probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And luckily we were with our friends, uh, Oneda and Dylan at this point, and Oneida speaks Spanish. Yeah. And she's it-
0: fluent. And it was, oh my gosh, never underestimate how awesome it is to have someone fluent in the language of the country that you're in.
1: Yeah. I mean. It is Awesome. Yeah, so Oneda helped us out a lot with uh, talking, which was great because then we got to have a conversation with this bartender. I mean, there's a lot a lot of people that speak English there too. Um or they speak just a little bit of English and we speak just a little bit of Spanish, but uh, Oneda could actually translate through back and forth to people and it was it was fun like getting some inside information. It was mm. really cool. It uh, makes me want to keep up with Spanish lessons again. But then again, then I never use it here. So that's that's the problem with learning a language like that. Like you don't use it and
0: no, Well then Forget you it. should find some place to use it.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. So went to the, the Slim's Elbow Room. I would recommend that place. I would recommend um Oh gosh. There's so many I can't remember
0: the name of that other one where we were singing with the bartender. What was we the upstairs did. one? Was that the same one?
1: That's the same one. Yeah. What, where you went upstairs for the bathroom. Yeah. I can't remember the name of that place. So I can well, that was I'll after our
0: funeral. The later it, it went,
1: the more that we... The more we, blurry uh, it is. The more and uh, more blurry it is. Yeah, that's I
0: it's always good to stick with a buddy.
1: Yeah, Never don't wander go off, off yourself. by yourself.
0: Don't wander off by yourself. Don't
1: go off by yourself. And don't forget, you are in a foreign country. And mm-hmm. there, is, there is, you know, just be aware. Mm-hmm. Even if you're drinking, be aware of of your surroundings. Because yeah. you always could get into some some bad stuff there. Yep. Uh, but we did not. And it was, it was just a really, really cool experience. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. And uh, the final day, we went out to, um, before we flew out, went to this place called Mango's. Which is right on the beach, and it's like the stereotypical what you would picture a tropical like party bar,
0: drunken shit show.
1: It's drunken shit show. Yes. I mean, it was. It like, is a drunken shit show. It
0: was, because f- after we had been, you know, like not really surrounded by all these, like, you know, like super wasted, like, you know, all right, tequitos, blah, 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 except for you know, on our booze cruise. But this is like two levels of, yeah, just super drunk people who are all just, you know, wearing sombreros and the new, and this thing that I'd never seen in Mexico before are bandanas that everybody was wearing. that's apparently the new deal. So, they aren't just any bandanas. This is, (laughs) so basically, they're very crude, like, they have a lot of, like, profanity on them, like, uh, uh, lots of, like, very strange phrases that are pretty offensive.
1: Yeah, like, um, and you'd see, like, cuz this is the place where you see all the dude bros and all the all the party people like it's basically looks like it's something out of MTV yeah you know, like or MTV like lots Lite. of big
0: muscly dudes, lots of you know, like twenty one year old girls or like nineteen year old girls or, probably and,
1: and bachelorette parties and just
0: big white frat guys with bloodshot eyes and backwards white visors on. Like yeah, a lot that of that. Yeah. Like a lot of that. And then also a lot of most, guy fieri looking kind of people. Lots of guy fieri looking kind of people. Also, these guys had these headbands. Like this really popular headband that people had was this one that um that you could just buy them on the beach because of course people are coming up to you with hats, jewelry, whatever, and one of the other the new Things is bandanas, and there's so many dudes I saw that just had bandanas on on their heads that just said "I'm fucked up." Yeah, that and that's what they were walking around. And there were so many, like every guy like was looking as if he thought it was the most original thing in the world. Yeah, but they all had the same thing. But they all <laughs> had the same thing, and they're all like staggering Which? around with their "I'm fucked up." Bandana, which again,
1: though, I recommend this place as well, just for the people watching alone. Oh, like, it was get awesome. a place. Um, again, if you go to Cabo Mango's, go there, get a place upstairs, get a table upstairs, and just watch the shit show unfold. Mm-hmm. And then, on top they of have that, live
0: though, entertainment, yeah, the live
1: entertainment actually was pretty good. So, they had the first thing they had. While we were hanging out up there, was it was Mexican Mexican b boy group.
0: Yes, Mexican break dancers. Yeah,
1: and they just kept saying no, and and now it's b boy one, and they'd all come up and do like a whole performance on the stage. It was really cool, and then they all did
0: one, including they had a one legged break dancer. Yeah, he was awesome. He was just it it was was amazing. It
1: was genuinely very cool. Yeah, and so they perform on this stage for everybody, and then they go around and and you know hang on make. Like everybody else, and then down they have there. their bucket, you know. Yeah, they make want money dates, off of tips. It, yeah, but yeah, the Mexican b-boy group, they were badass. That was really cool.
0: And then there was the Feria dancer with the um, or I don't know what it what it would be like. That were they tangoing? Were they? I don't know. She was wearing a big, beautiful like Feria dress and like the you know with the um.
1: I've got a video of it. We can post. Yeah,
0: where she has a big like swirly dress and there's a there's a gentleman like traditional
1: dressed. Mexican dress exactly,
0: and there's a traditional there's a gentleman like, dressed in with a traditional like, sombrero and like the pants. Caballero outfit. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they did a dance, and they were just lovely yeah and so it's fun so there's like this elegant couple dancing on the platform and they like a drunken bachelorette probably like falling <laughs> yeah, down that was right in front <laughs> of have them they like they had like shot races and stuff yeah. after that yeah it was just it was really fun okay but one of the most crass should we talk about the oh the bandana yeah the bandana so with but their friends Honeda and dylan and, and jeff greg's brother and um we were sitting there and uh dylan had lost his hat and so he was trying to find a new uh mexican hat that he could get and he yeah, was he went and went,
1: too. Oh, by the way, left my Mexico. Oh, I'll, I'll tell it in a minute. Okay. I'll tell it in a minute. Yeah, and so
0: he was talking about it, and he's just like, and all of them said the weirdest shit on them. I'm like, what do you mean? Because this was right before we I started seeing all the bandanas, and he's like, oh, he's like this one that I liked, and I, I, you know, I looked at it, and I couldn't tell because the brim was kind of blocking it, but on the on the bandana on the hat, it just said, "Baby Dick." <laughs> like, like that's it what it said. Like- baby dick and then it has and a picture in the middle of it of a banana being unpeeled with a penis for the banana <laughs> and
1: our friend odena who speaks Spanish she's like it must have been lost in translation they t- were trying to say something but we saw this hat
0: it just said baby dick on it and so she's like it must yeah it couldn't be real it could real yeah. so we're like okay my- all right well i have to go down i'm gonna go down and i need to buy my um knockoff ray-ban sunglasses which i did i'm super excited i'm gonna post a picture of them later super legit for eight dollars <laughs> um and so I saw so as I was down there and you know, you're getting accosted by everyone, I'm looking for one of the scarf people. And I see this this woman and she's walking around and she has all these ones, you know, like that say like Cabo San Lucas and all these ones, like the nice ones I'm are on the front. Up. Yeah, yeah, the nice ones are on the front. It's like, you know, like sports teams, like they love like the cowboys and the Seahawks oh, and everything. Gotcha. And so I came up to her and I didn't quite i and I'm by myself, so I was just like, um uh Baby dick? <laughs> <laughs> you asked her for baby I dick? Because <laughs> I'm like, I have to buy this for Dylan. Yeah. it's the best thing. And she's like, Oh, see, baby dick. <laughs> and she pulls back like the front layer of, of all of the things to show like the crass layers that I'm fucked up and a lot of like there's like a, um, like ones that said like flaming maggot, like different, oh, wow. like all yeah that okay. one yeah. yeah like it's they're aggressive. And so she's like, oh, yeah, baby dick. And she goes, <laughs> she to charge me 10 bucks for it. I'm like, no, no. I'm like, I'll give you $5. She's like, eight. <laughs> I'm like, five. Six. I'm like, here's $5. Baby dick. And she's like, okay, five. And so I took it back and got my sunglasses. I'm cutting out
1: just that piece that you just said right there <laughs> and using this for something down the road.
0: So anyway, I walked upstairs. It, it was like, this is the best gift I think I have given to anybody ever. And as we walked back up to the table, I'm like, Dylan, I got you something and roll it. And he was, and, he and was like, oh my God. So I think he's actually going to wear it because I don't did, know. I'll be surprised if he wears that. Well, I did get pictures of him Again, wearing
1: it. Again, that'll be lost in translation outside of the few people that were sitting at this table that understood it.
0: No, I think everybody, if he wore that in the United States of America, I think people would find it very hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's black. It's a black bandana with bright, hot pink letters. Just say, Baby dick with like so, a banana unpeeled in the front, like right in the middle, with a with a penis coming out of so it. So
1: yeah, that is something you can see down there. Yeah, we'll so there's the a,
0: there's any things for everybody.
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, and then there's this is the place where tequila gun guy is. So they got a guy with <laughs> dressed up in a sombrero with uh, a bandolero with just just tequila bottles on it and then a few different few different bottles that are like strapped onto him and he's mm-hmm. got his tequila gun and he came around and uh, Sarah and my brother made me do a, another tequila shot before leaving so they slapped the, yeah the Greg was not
0: having fun the last day.
1: oh I was at this point Greg I was, was me- done I was done Yeah. I mean not that I was done with Mexico but I wanted to just go lay down and uh, but it was our last few hours so it's like okay we're gonna go here and do this well
0: that's how it always works on a travel power and through yeah.
1: power and through and then they made me do another shot so they slapped this sombrero I mean the guy just like pours <laughs> it down your mouth it was awesome there's a picture of me uh, of that that you can you can find
0: i have so many pictures of, of strange men pouring shots into your face yeah it happened a
1: lot it was the a one lot of señor
0: st- frogs where oh, he gave yeah. you the balloon hat yeah which i have that that's the best picture
1: the balloon hat where uh, yeah it's a lot of men making me take shots i was hoping Look, i'm going to be honest the last time i was down there I, there was a you know a girls who. I don't give believe you shots. a single woman
0: gave you. No. A, no, it was all. No. Was all older gentlemen.
1: Yeah, I felt kind of. I lost something in this, but anyway, it was still cool. So that happened. I will say this though, to round it out though, my Mexico hat that I so cherishingly adored for, oh half a day, Um I ended up leaving it in my hotel
0: room. Uh, Although
1: after the. After the well, uh
0: wasn't it deformed? After the anyway? salt water, <laughs>
1: yeah, and then drying out in the from the salt water, it shrunk. So it didn't really fit on my head anymore anyway. So it was it was money I spent and I enjoyed it for a bit, but I think I may go for those I may turn into one of those hat guys. Maybe. I'm debating. Here in it. Portland? Yeah, I don't know. That's the problem. It doesn't really work here in Portland. It doesn't
0: work here in oh, man. It worked in Mexico.
1: It did work down there. I don't think it worked. You don't think so?
0: Oh, I'm not thinking so. Oh, dang it. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's a that was just a one time that was my
1: half a day of enjoyment, my half yeah. a day of I've been a tequila hat guy. All right. Maybe no, if you anyway. get like
0: a sweet, you know, like something that says something around it.
1: <laughs> Baby dick. Yeah. No, I don't think I'll be getting one of those <laughs> either. All right. Well, anyway, that that was left down there. But overall, uh, it was it was a wonderful time. I had a great time down there, and um, and yeah. Yeah, you know, it was we made it back we had to go through Phoenix again almost missed
0: a flight uh, but oh my gosh yeah that was stressful but you know what that is one of the times where I was just like well it's totally out of our control so
1: yeah we were about probably 15 minutes away from missing our flight home in Phoenix just because of going through customs there it just took forever uh, but we we did make it yeah, but it's at, that's the point in traveling, too, yeah, where mm. you just have to be like, well, either I'll make it or I See, that's I don't.
0: what I want to transition. I want to take that mentality and be like, well, there's nothing I can do about it, and translate that into being on an airplane. I need to try See? and think that same thing. I'm
1: trying to help you with that. I
0: know. I'm trying. I'm trying. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You're doing You're doing better. Thank you. You're doing good. I appreciate it. So, we, uh, yeah, if it had happened, it happened. But we didn't. It, oh. it made it home. We're back, and we're here. And, and we got a little color. We got a little color. I'm a little tan.
0: I know. You're and a little I'm, tan, too. I know. I rode um, my bike today, of course, my Bike Gallery bike, because I'm super ex- I want to keep this up. Yeah. I actually do have a little bit of color for the first time in a long time.
1: So you're riding your bike?
0: I'm riding my bike.
1: Uh, which, thank you to Bike Gallery, fine yes. sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, you can go to bikegallery.com or visit them in a store and use the code Employment. You get 10% off, I believe... Kristen purchased a bike from Bike I think Gallery? She,
0: uh, no, I think she purchased some, uh, some bike accessories. Oh, some
1: bike accessories. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I'm yes. glad. That's, that's awesome.
0: But if you want to buy a bike or bike accessories um, and you're like, hey, how can I help Sarah and Greg out the most? How can I show them my support? Well, by showing, you know, by showing your support to us, show your support to our sponsors because by you supporting them, then they'll keep supporting us because if you don't support them, then they won't support us. And so it'd be wonderful. Yes. If so, you go to BiteGallery.com or to Bite Gallery at one of their six locations and make sure to use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT at checkout for 10% off.
1: And that's the key. Use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT. So BiteGallery.com or you visit one of their locations. So no matter where you are, you can take advantage of this. Use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT for 10% off. Um, all right. All right. I think that's about it for today. So, Ooh. thank you everyone for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio, and thank you for listening to the best ofs last week. Yeah, and for um,
0: listening to us babble about as, Mexico. As
1: Nipple says in the live chat, at funemploymentradio.com/live. R.I.P. Greg's Mexican hat. I know it was uh, was a great hat. We'll post a picture of it on this uh, on Radio. We're not going to post a
0: picture of your hat on this episode. A, why not? Because there's so many other pictures to take. All right, we'll make a collage. Do we have
1: a limit of pictures that we can post? Yes, on I, an episode? I usually
0: pick one special picture. I mean I guess I'll make a collage so we can do you want me to like put it to a YouTube video? Like we almost had it all.
1: Well I didn't think we had to go that far, but I just thought we could post a picture. I didn't realize in this day and age. Do you want
0: it so hard to say goodbye to yesterday?
1: Sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay. For my Mexico hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it we'll just, just keep flash we'll
0: just play the same picture the entire time. Sure. Yes.
1: Alright, that'd be great. <laughs> um Send us an email, funemployment radio at gmail.com. Give us a call 503-575-9120. Again, thank you everyone for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You were all fantastic and we really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, you're all you're all wonderful. So thanks for listening to our show. Thanks for sharing it on Facebook and um, Twitter or wherever you share your social media or things like that or retweet or repost things. If we had a best of from last week that you thought was really good, maybe some people should should hear it. Repost it on Twitter it, it does help And it really does uh, Make a big difference And if you're ever in Mexico Take the Jungle Cruise With Psycho You may or may not Make it back But mm-hmm. you'll have a good time Regardless Mm-hmm. He'll That's pick a up fact. your hat for you
0: He'll pick up your hat for you <laughs> You sound like the motel. He's the Motel 6 of Mexico yeah, he'll Psycho pick up, He'll pick up Your hat
1: for you <laughs> Oh man
0: all right. Oh.
1: Thank you everyone. All right,
0: Greg's Mexican hat. Yep. We're very happy to be home.
1: But we're back. And we will be back again tomorrow with more Fun Employment
0: Radio.com Bye, friends. Bye. Yay! You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Here's a song for you, Greg, about you and your hat. Oh.